we've been we've been binging. Good 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 show with Arnold Schwarzenegger called Fubar, action comedy, very funny. Also saw another series recently, binge watch called Night Agent, very good. Uh, so there's my TV Rex if you're uh, if you're looking for something. Night Agent in Fubar. As far as what we're watching sports wise tonight, uh, LSU surprisingly. As, as it's been a tough start to the uh, Matt McMahon era, but 2-0 and in SEC play. If they beat Vanderbilt tonight, 8 o'clock on the SEC Network, BC, I think, coming off what we would consider the best win of the Matt McMahon era with what they did Saturday in College Station. Yeah, I mean, obviously getting Jalen Cook back in the lineup has been huge for LSU. Uh, that was an impressive 15-point road win. A and M's so hard to figure out. They were one of the favorites this year. Yeah, and like they're really good early in the year, and it feels like they've kind of fallen off a little bit. But nonetheless, that's a really good win for LSU and uh, golden opportunity for them to get to two and zero in the league. Another one worth paying attention to on the Peacock. Number one Purdue heads to volleyball school, Nebraska, eight o'clock on Peacock. Nebraska off to a great start this year. You don't think Nebraska in basketball, but could be an electric atmosphere in Lincoln. Could it be enough to pull off an upset over Purdue? And then um, two teams that are in the top, that get 8 o'clock on Peacock. Two teams that are uh, not just in the top 25, they are in the top 15 in the net ranking. Uh, new team to the Big 12, but off to a great start. BYU on the road in Waco against Baylor. That game on ESPN Plus, so all three of those games going down at 8 o'clock. LSU on the SEC Network, Purdue and Nebraska 8 o'clock on Peacock, which you may need to get if you don't have it by now to watch that game on Saturday night. And then BYU and Baylor 8 o'clock on ESPN Plus. What do we got on Bleed Tech Blue coming up tonight? Yeah, obviously a lot to get into. Uh, Duck and Dogs kind of sputtering a little bit right now. I that felt, was a bad loss. Yeah, it, that was the ba- that was the bad loss of the year. Well, I think it for the first time that was kind of uh, we're going to kind of see how this team responds. You know, you've had some tough close road losses, but that's a game that you shouldn't have lost at Sam Houston State. Talvin Hester talked about in his press conference today. Uh, you score seventy seven points offensively on the road. You got to win that game, and this is a team that. You know, they're top 20 in a lot of defensive metrics early in the year. They fell down to, I think, 68 right now in Ken Palm. So uh, they got to get some things figured out before Thursday night at Middle Tennessee. Lady Texter, stay hot uh, with the win over Sam Houston. They've won five in a row. They'll host. Yeah, they've, they've kind of switched roles here recently. Yeah, they really had. Neither of these programs can get going at the same time uh, when it comes to winning. We also got Ben Mintz going to join us at 630. Uh, talking a little college football roundup for 2023, maybe get his thoughts on the Rebs uh, as far as the direction they're headed. Who knows what else we'll get into? Well, you got you got two nationally televised games this yeah. week uh, for Louisiana Tech. You got you got the Middle Tennessee game, uh, which is coming up on Thursday, I believe, on the CBS Sports Network, and I believe Tech plays Sunday against Liberty on, on ESPNU. ESPN two. ESPN. Oh wow! On yeah, ESPN picked up by the two. Deuce. Yeah. Uh, which Again, Sunday's not convenient, but whatever. $5 tickets. Not just in the nosebleeds. You get there early enough, man, you can sit down low. $5 tickets to see Tech and Liberty. Those are two of the favorites in the league. If you want to listen tonight, I'll give away some free tickets to Tech and Liberty. I'll give away some to the Lady Texters in Middle Tennessee. You want free tickets. uh, Bleed Tech Blue's the spot for you. 
Look at BC. Man of the people. Again, uh, tomorrow it is Wednesdays, which means we will talk to uh, James B. talking all things combat sports. And uh, hopefully Lynn Scarborough is off the the injured list. We missed him last week, but uh, hopefully we've got Lynn talking all things uh, SEC and Conference USA, and we will be off tomorrow a little bit early because, as you said, the Middle Tennessee game. So great stuff today, BC, for BC, for tapes. You guys were awesome on the hotline and text line again today. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock for another edition of The Company. This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m., for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. You can see him on the herd weekdays at noon Eastern on FS1 in the Fox Sports app. At work, I play it all day, every day at work. When Dan Patrick speaks, you better stop and listen. Yeah, where do you listen at? This is the Dan Patrick Show. If I would have said at the start of the year, now I thought the Packers were going to make the playoffs, I thought the Steelers were going to make the playoffs. The Browns, I'm not surprised at all. The Lions, not surprised. Texans, I'm very surprised. I'm probably more surprised at the Rams than I am the Texans. Because the Rams playing in a really good division with the best team in the NFC. I thought Seattle was going to be a playoff team again. And all of a sudden, here are the Rams. And who would have thought Matthew Stafford finally playing in a playoff game in Detroit. (laughs) He's just not the Detroit Lions quarterback. Packers, uh, I was all in on Jordan Love. Uh, Lions, we knew that they were coming. Texans, I'm surprised. Texans, because they played well, they were competitive, and C.J. Stroud was certainly better than, uh, well, most rookie quarterbacks are. Also, you know, we get caught up in stats sometimes. And if I would have said that, you know, Nick Mullins is in a category with, now this is in NFL history, Nick Mullins is in a category with Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Kurt Warner, okay? This is, can you guess the category? Can you even guess the team that Nick Mullins is on? He threw for 396 yards yesterday. Nick Mullins, in his first 20 NFL starts, has over 5,600 yards, trailing only Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Kurt Warner. That would be the rando stat of the day, I would think. If you want to know what Dan Patrick said next, just podcast it by searching The Dan Patrick Show. And as always, you can listen to Dan Patrick live weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. This is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. We're getting back into it. I would say this. I think Kansas City's defense has carried them all year. That's not like an opinion. I just... Go look at how well they've played some of those lower scoring games. There's been games where Mahomes hasn't played that well, and it's been the defense that has actually kept them in it. But this year, I think the most consistent piece has been the Chiefs' defense. I think I'll say no this. About that. I'll say this in response to that. If Patrick Mahomes isn't the catalyst of carrying this team in the playoffs, oh, and it's done. up to the defense, they might be one and done. They might be done first round, going home. Let's have a conversation about what's going to happen next year. 
What do they do for the future? Because this is not the same Kansas City team. If Patrick Mahomes isn't Patrick Mahomes, this isn't a Kansas City team that's going to make it very far. Two pros. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and a cup of Joe. Jonas Knox. 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, is this on? When sports needs that voice of reason. Dude, you can't do that. Only one show is up to the challenge. You won't be disappointed. This is the odd couple. Chris Broussard. I was a star. Fastball. Slam it. Rob Parker. I don't care what Vegas says. They're the odd couple. I'm just saying he's okay to be the backup. No, he's not. Putting the sensibility back in sports. The players have a right to be who they are. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Right right here on Fox Sports Radio. (laughs) FS1. Looking for the one, what you looking at the one? To find FS1 on your television, go to foxsports.com for details. FS1. Looking for the one, what you looking at the one? Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubak Rustin Monroe 97.7. It's time for the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 97.7 is also brought to you by. Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Dairy Queen. Text us at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Oh, it's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. It's BC. It's Beck Haynes. It's John Terror. Sports Talk 97.7. You can get us on the hotline or the text line, 888 Pleased to come to you on this January 9th, 2024, as college football has officially wrapped up. Beck Haynes, uh, national championship game last night. Michigan defeats Washington 34-13. What do you think of it? Oh, it was a pretty boring game. Well, you're I mean, on a heater. Yeah. Uh, if you're Michael Penn, was that his name? Michael? Yeah, Mike. Yeah, if you're Mike Penix, uh, your draft stock dropped a little last night. A little bit. A little awful game. Uh, threw off his back foot all night long. He's a lefty, so it looks weird. So, honestly, anytime he's Okay, on, I saw the video that you were telling yeah, me about last week, it. him throwing right. Yeah. He does look real good right. looks like Joe Montana. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, Michigan, to me, was... You know, the the surprise to me is J.J. McCarthy. I guess I just haven't paid attention to him that much. He's not real flashy. He's not throwing up crazy big numbers. They don't let him do much. Uh, but he does what they do let him do pretty dang well. I, I did feel like – I mean, Michigan is the complete team, defense, offense, every phase of the game except maybe the electric passing. And those are the those are the offenses that stay under the radar. Steady. And then, and then they're undefeated. I mean, they, they hit you when you're down. I mean, when, yeah. when, it, when it's crunch time. So – I mean, I felt like Michigan obviously deserved that one. Washington was – I just wish it would have been more of a fight. It was pretty disappointing. Mich- yeah, I'd agree. And You know, there were different portions of the game. I, obviously, first quarter, I think Michigan averages like over 19 yards a carry. I mean, they were just mauling them up front. Letting the backups do the work. Yeah, know? Donovan Edwards just toting that rock to the, to the tutty zone. And, you know, you got into the middle portion of the game – Michigan kind of petered out a little bit offensively, kind of got stuck in neutral a little bit into that third quarter as a one-score game. But it never felt like Washington was going to win. felt like every time the ball was in the air for Washington, you were like, oh, is it going to be picked? Like, yeah. It just wasn't, there wasn't anything there. 
He made he missed throws all night long. Yeah, the, the, makes. the one on fourth down to Adunze, you can't miss that no, one. No, he missed a lot all night long. Looked Overthrown. like a Tennessee Titans quarterback out there, yeah. so maybe they'll pick him. Herbie just kept saying, oh, he's just a little amped up. It's like, yeah, 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 but at some point, like, if you're going to be, you know, good, you got to be able to, like, do your job when it counts. You know, but, hey, he was amped up. He's a college kid, you know. Uh, it's a big one. By the way, post game, uh, obviously a three touchdown win. Like you said, there wasn't a whole lot of drama down the stretch in the fourth quarter. Uh, I talked last week about how, and you've talked about it too, how like Jim Harbaugh seems like an odd cat. He is an odd cat. Sometimes he seems like he's not all there. Uh, I don't know if that he wins. He wins. Bottom line, but his interviews, like, there's just nothing to them that ever, like, gets me jacked up, or I'm like, that's a great quote. It's just all, like, real cheesy to me. Yeah, it's just... In- I don't even know if that's the right way to put it. Like, it's just weird. Yeah, I just... It makes me wonder, like, what is he like in the locker room? And like, I get it. Like, most people don't want Holly Rowe asking a bunch of questions. Because yeah. she doesn't watch half the game. I don't know if you saw this about Holly Rowe last night. By the way, legendary ESPN sideline reporter, if there's a category for legendary sideline reporter. She tweets out that her flight got canceled last night out of Houston after the game. I'm like, Dad, gum, Holly, watch the game. Now, I don't know if her mom's running her account or if her daughter's running or if her husband, but why are we tweeting out at United that your flight got canceled? You, like, don't, you don't like that? Like, I'm pretty sure you make enough money to catch a hotel for a night. Probably won't turn the lights out in Reliance Stadium. You can sleep there if you want to. One of my favorite things is to actually listen to the questions that are being asked. And it's, yes, it's like, I agree. It's like, what? Is, what is that? Like, just it's coaches. I mean, if you're a coach, it's got to be the worst part of your job. Coming after a halftime, you know, if you're some coaches, maybe you give up a touchdown right before half well, seven games okay. in a row, and then you got to answer a question from the reporter, and you're like, well, I don't want to talk right now. Well, yeah. and, and two, you know, you talk about that. And I talk a lot about how Lynn Rollins likes to go with the old Isaac Crawford reference. By the way, did that the other night again. Uh, kind of chat me a little bit, as you can imagine. You might, need t- to, you might need to get a burner account on Twitter and hit him up. <laughs> Possibly so. I've thought about it. Uh, but... Holly Rowe post game, she gets th- the moment. Like you get a chance to interview JJ McCarthy. He's twenty seven and one as a starter. I get it. He wasn't phenomenal, but you go back to that game when he had the third down and eight. They were backed up on their own goal line. He ran it for twenty yards or so for the first down, and she's like, "And then you guys go down there and score a touchdown." And I'm like, uh, "You mean they went down there and punted like seven plays later? Like you can't miss that." She just missed what happened on the drive. Yeah. Like, that gets me. I know. Like, You're read, a perfectionist. Read, read a drive chart. You don't even have to watch the game. Read the drive chart, Holly Rowe. I didn't mean to come in here banging on Holly Rowe, but I, those, those little things get me. But I, I think at the end of the day, also, I want to point out this. Blake Corum, what, I think it's 26, 27 games in a row that he scored a touchdown now, which is Christian McCaffrey-type stuff. Yeah, it is. Uh, but early in the game, I think it was the first carry of the game, he ran off the left tackle. Uh, for about six or five or six yards, and I was thinking to myself, like, man, why didn't he jump cut there? Why didn't he, you know, try to duck his shoulder? Yeah, you're a running back. You well, know. he's like five foot five. Yeah, like, he's dude, a little guy. short. He's I one. can see why he's effective. <laughs> it's like, where would he go? Two eight. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. He's one of the. He's got an interesting story. He's one of those guys that's just a freak off the field too. Like, yep. like you know, have you know, they tweet out his schedule. Like, wake up at three thirty a.m. and drink my smoothie and work out one of six times today for an hour and a half and then and then you know read my uh affirmations for the day and then go for my private workout again and then he works for his dad's landscaping company and then goes to class and then <laughs> works out again company. it's like one of those guys and hey more power to you that's not me you know no it's not no it's not it's but not 
But you're like, hey, it's not you. No, you're probably one of those guys going to have a lot of success because of your schedule, and you know, good for you. But they he's go going down as a legend in Michigan football history. Yeah, and, and listen, credit to Michigan. I mean, third time in a row they made the college football playoff. Came up a little short in the semifinals first couple of years. Came back, you know, did the whole deal about how we're the underdogs. You know, nobody likes us because Connor Stallions likes to steal the signs. We're laser focused. You know, all the cliches that you could possibly cliche. And they got it done on the biggest stage. I'll ask you this, and I'm not meaning to bang on Washington. 14-0 and coming into that game. Hadn't won a game by more than 10 points. And I believe their last 10 games kind of felt like Washington. I'm not saying they didn't belong, but not saying they did belong either. Like, I didn't. Yeah. You know, you wonder. You, I don't know if they could have, but it's like they they probably almost definitely don't even get close to making it past a team like Georgia. Yeah. You know, but it's like unfortunate. Georgia didn't win when they had to, didn't make it in. Washington did win against Texas, who I don't think Texas is really anywhere close to being. I think Texas would have been a similar game against Michigan. Uh, yeah. You know, do you feel that way? I yeah, mean, I, yeah, I do too. The, the only game I wish that we could have seen would have been Michigan-Georgia. I think those were the yeah. two best teams in the country. I, I think tape sides with Michigan's the better team. But I think I would have wanted to see because what Michigan does well, Georgia does well. Yep. And it, but here's the thing, Ben. Like Michigan did beat Alabama. They did. And Alabama's a, a pretty no you, sound team all the way around. Now I think, I think what could have happened and maybe just didn't. I mean, I know it didn't even look close. But Washington does have that potential to have a really explosive, powerful offense. offense. Credit to Michigan for figuring out how to shut that down. They certainly did. But I don't want to say like maybe just as easily they could have come out and it really could have been a shootout and maybe Michigan would have had a tough time keeping. It. I don't know. Who knows what led to what Michigan was doing that really disrupted Washington because you, you really felt like they never got into a rhythm. They couldn't they really do what didn't. they wanted to yeah. do. Uh, a big white dude at D-tackle for Michigan's kind of a 55? Dog. Yeah. Yeah, he's a dog. He'd be he playing doesn't on look like a great no, athlete, he but he'll just push yeah. you back into the QB. Yeah, he'll be playing on Sundays. Number 55. Yeah. Know the name. Yeah, no, I don't know it. Graham. Graham? Yeah. Okay. Call him Graham. Not Graham Haynes. Nope. Not a family reference nope. right here. Although a legend. Yes, although a legend. But, man, Graham was pretty good. Yep. Uh, I, I just, like I said, Harbaugh's a weird dude, but I really like a weird dude. Like I, hey, you can be weird if you're 15-0 and 0 in a You natty. think he goes to the NFL now? I, mean, I don't know. Didn't they offer him a 10-year, $125 million extension? Yes. Which, honestly, to me, is like not – like Jimbo, like five years ago, got 10 years, $100 million. Like, Yeah. I mean, pay the man if you want. If I'm Jim Harbaugh, I just lock in. You lock in – like, have your little niche. Do you really think Michigan's See, going to take a step back? He's different. You know, he's different because he had success in the NFL. Yeah. It's not like he went up there, couldn't get it. Now he's got to, he's got to like climb that mountain. Outdoor like, I mean, he, yeah, he had a brother's Super Bowl match. I mean, he was yeah. in the Super Bowl, didn't win. He had Colin Kaepernick. Duh, he ain't going to win if he's your quarterback. <laughs> well, he's awful. But, uh, anyways, I mean, you know, he, he, the, the drive for the NFL may not be there for him. He's had success up there. But like you said, I mean, being the, the king of college football is, is a pretty sweet job too well and you got to think at some point Saban's going to retire so Bama probably takes a step back you also kind of already have you know yeah, a little so. bit you go to a 12-team playoff and uh you know you're probably going to be in the playoffs you'll be every playing year. you'll be playing Liberty first round you know yeah it, man you're not a big conference USA guy no are you? no I'm just saying you're gonna the the, the expansion playoff like people what do you think is going to happen Ben there's going to be the first the first round is going to be just a slaughter like, did you know that on this date next year we'll only be in the semifinals so it's going to be 12 teams, right? Yes. Semifinals, I believe, will be today, the 9th and the 10th, and then the championship won't be until January the 20th. 
So if you if you go from not playing and a bowl game and you start them on December the twentieth, what's crazy is that if you don't play in a bowl game, your season's over November thirtieth. Oh, thirtieth, okay, yeah, end of November. But still, two months before. When did Tech season? We week zero. Did we the end? week before Thanksgiving this year? Yeah, yeah November twentieth. So you got like some bros that you're trying to go on vacation with, like, dude, I got three to four more months of football. Sorry, <laughs> yes. you, you you were terrible. Your team's terrible. I'm sorry. Well, it's like Jim Harbaugh said post game last night. He's like, normally they start spring ball on February fourteenth because. And this that's is in a this month. is so Jim Harbaugh because they love football, so they started on Valentine's, which is uh, that's so like Jim that. Harbaugh. Yeah. But he's like, we're gonna probably back it up a month, which I get. But what are you gonna start spring ball in April next year? Like, Ali, don't the boys need some time off from CTE? Maybe you know. I mean, I know I know coaches don't like to tackle too much in practice in All this right. era. So first round of playoffs next year, six games, four of them are gonna be so ugly. Yeah, they are. Maybe two will be competitive because yeah. you're going to have some, what, six, ten seeds. You know, yeah. you might have an upset or two there. Maybe you're going to have the likes of Michigan playing like a Liberty. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be ugly. Yeah, it is. So potentially two more games for the champion or one? Because right now they play semifinals, finals. They'll be playing two. Why can't maybe I do this? one more? Maybe two? Maybe finish with sixteen games. I assume there's still conference championships, so you'd be thirteen and zero. If you're a one through well, four seed, be two, you get a buy. You get a buy. So the winner probably, assuming they're they got a buy, sixteen they'll, seventeen, they'll game. play an extra well, game. NFL season. Oh, Not, nothing wrong. But if with you them. come from quarterfinal, I mean, you got a quarter, semi, and a championship. Yeah, you're potentially playing Three, sixteen so games. Every team's going to play sixteen, seventeen games. Seventeen games tops. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. If you play seventeen, you're kind of like the Jacksonville Jaguars. A little bit. Well, NFL season with no playoffs. How about that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've uh, got a big show for you tonight. 6.30, Ben Mintz, Barstool, Sport, Barstool Sports will join us recapping the college football season. We're talking Dunkin' Dogs. We're talking Lady Texters. And I got an interesting segment coming up next. You don't want to miss it. Also, if you want tech, tech tickets, Lady Texters tomorrow night at home against Middle Tennessee. Dunkin' Dogs at home on Sunday afternoon. I got free tickets for you. 888-993-7762. Text us, Lady Texters or Dunkin' Dogs, and I'll send you some tickets. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with the Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. It's bow time. 
Get fired up tonight because Bojangles has your family meal covered. Always scratch made, always by hand. Not in a microwave oven, but an oven oven. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy, chicken marinated 12 hours bold, and more fresh made fixings to choose from. We've got the cooking tonight so you can enjoy more time with your family and more home cooking for your money. Order your family meal on the app tonight. It's bow time. Bojangles is now offering bone-in chicken on Louisville Avenue in Monroe and Farwell Highway in Ruston. Wake up. Did you know? Wake up and hear what you've been missing. It's the Nick Brown Show. Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on 97.7. Follow Nick on Twitter, Facebook, and listen online. Wake up. Join us this Saturday. It's the Nick Brown Show, 8 to 10 a.m. Saturdays on 97.7. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. We're back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Hayes, John Tabor, Sports Talk, 97.7. You want tickets to Lady Texters or the Dunkin' Dogs, just text us, 888 we got a bunch of free tickets to give away. If you're listening to the podcast later this week, Heck, shoot us a DM on Twitter. I'll send them your way. We'll get you in to the Dunkin' Dogs against Liberty, 2 p.m. Sunday afternoon on ESPN2. Lady Texas host Middle Tennessee tomorrow night on ESPN+. Plus. I hope you're listening to the podcast on Wednesday for that one. Or, uh, You'll those, miss it. Yeah. yeah, those tickets won't be too uh, luxurious. Mitch and Ben Mitz coming up at 6.30. Beck, need you to come up with a segment for 7 o'clock. Don't have anything on the docket right there. But did you see the news over the weekend that former Tech assistant Blake Baker is now the highest paid assistant football coach in all of college football as he heads down to Baton Rouge to be the defensive coordinator for those pesky Tigers? First of all, congrats to you. That's Blake Baker. That's amazing. Uh, certainly deserving. What a ride. Hashtag earned it. Hashtag earned it. Uh some rumblings about is it official about Joe? Rumblings about him potentially still in the mix, still in the mix for offensive coordinator. In my mind, they'd be stupid not to. That's two former Tech employees uh, now running things down there in Baton Rouge. You know, got mixed feelings about that. You gotta get where I'm headed. Yeah. yeah. So, Beck, it got me digging down a rabbit hole, and I said, "Man, I said." Joe Sloan's at LSU. Obviously, he's a recent guy. Blake Baker's a little bit further out. I think he left after the 2018 season. We had to, you know, kind of let him know a little bit when he brought his Hurricanes over to Shreveport. We kind of shut him out a little bit, not to the fault of his defense. His quarterback couldn't hit the broadside of the barn. Bob Diaco was taking the hold of him. Oh, by the way, where's Bob Diaco? He's down at LSU, too. Is he really? Yep, D-line coach this past year. Big friend of Brian Kelly's. He was the defensive line coach this year? This past year. Did we know that? Yeah, we did. I just forgot. Um... And so Bob Diaco, like I said, big big friend of Brian Kelly, ran Brian Kelly's defense in Notre Dame for a few years as defense coordinator. Obviously, Bob's been around the block a few times in college football, so it got me digging down the rabbit hole. I was like, all right, let's go all the way back to the early Derek Dooley days. Like, it's hard to find a whole lot of information on Jack McNeil and who was on his staff, probably because they weren't that great. So I was like, you know what, let's start with Derek Dooley and let's move forward. Okay. 
And I was like, I want to see the, the quality of assistant coaches. Or not necessarily the quality, but like, let's look at some of the dudes that we've had come through this place. And it is truly remarkable. Like, Lil O. LaTeX. Lil O, we don't have no NIL. Lil O, we ain't transfer portal. Lil O, Ruston, Louisiana. Just listen to some of this. Obviously, most recently, Mickey Joseph, named the new head coach at Grambling. He's been at Nebraska, some other stop, other stops along the way. I remember Mickey, uh, I believe he was here back in 2016, 2017. Uh, had a good relationship, really good dude. His brother, Terry, uh, is currently the defensive backs coach at Texas. He's been an assistant at Louisiana Tech under Derek Dooley. Uh, their brother, Vance Joseph, has not been at Louisiana Tech, but he's a former NFL head coach. I believe he's the defense coordinator for Sean Payton in Denver. But listen to some of these other names. Todd Fitch, former offensive coordinator at Louisiana Tech, currently at Ohio State. Mm. Jabbar Jaluk, former running back coach at Louisiana Tech, currently at Florida. Manny Diaz, I remember old Manny, mm. pretty good at his craft. Uh, since his Louisiana Tech day, he's been the head coach at Miami. He's been a defense coordinator at Penn State. He's now currently the head coach at Duke. Uh, no idea if he's a part of the Cameron Crazies or not now that it's basketball season. Tim Rattay, you might remember, played quarterback here uh, late 90s. He's currently quarterback coach at Oklahoma State. Uh, shout out to Nelly, his boy Mark Tomerdahl is the special teams coordinator for Sonny Dykes at TCU. I believe he's been with Dykes for quite some time now. Uh, Derek Dooley himself, I believe he works at Alabama. Jonathan Patkey was a GA at Tech under Manny Diaz, just got hired as a defensive coordinator at Duke. Hmm. Matt Moore, former Louisiana Tech offensive line coach, currently serving in the same capacity at West Virginia. Kenny Guyton, former receivers coach at Louisiana Tech for a year, uh, has gone on to Arkansas. He's now at Wisconsin, the Badgers. Uh, We remember Brock Hayes, former running backs coach, uh, went to Troy, now at Tulane. Kurt Hester, obviously not an on-field coach, but former strength coach, now in the Big 12 at Houston. Remember our boy Dennis Smith, Mm. a fan favorite. He's now at Miami. Rob Likens is now at SMU. Jacob Peeler, former Louisiana Tech offensive lineman, uh, served in a number of roles as a GA. He's now the wide receivers coach at Missouri. Uh, He also was a part of that Ole Miss staff under Hugh Freeze that signed, I don't know if you've heard of him, A.J. Brown. You know what's funny to me? If you were an offensive lineman slash offensive lineman, wasn't he an offensive lineman coach at one point? Yes. It's like when he's – Trying to teach you as a receiver, like coach, what you what you play in college? <laughs> you know this brought up has <laughs> yeah. to be right. It's like you, I know, you, which he he's one of those dudes that used to be a big fella. And now, and now he looks like a down, CrossFit yeah. legend, but still, it's like coach, come on, yeah, you, come on. And he's like, let me uh, run this slant route for yeah, you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Kevin Curtis, former defensive backs coach at Louisiana Tech, now DB's coach at Baylor. Jeff Koontz, uh, I believe he's a special teams coordinator at West Virginia, and then finally Carl Scott. Uh, I believe he coached the safeties at Louisiana Tech, went on to Alabama, uh, is now a DB coach for the Seattle Seahawks. Beck, it is insane 
the number of high-quality assistant coaches that we've had come through this place in the last 15 years. Okay, but do you have any – I mean, obviously you haven't done this for other schools, but do you have any idea, like, how typical that is? I mean uh, – Okay. I mean, I'm just saying you if you're – other schools, I would imagine you have to go grab comparables when you talk about, like, can't go to Alabama. You can't go to Alabama and say Bill O'Brien and he's now at the Patriots. You could say that. I but, mean, you could, but, yeah. like, dear God, I hope Alabama's got the best yeah. assistants. Uh, I think the thing that's crazy to me is, like – and everybody's going to say, like, I can already hear the argument on the flip side. Oh, it's a different era. We don't have the money. Blah, blah, blah. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about the talent from a coaching perspective that we've been blessed with at Louisiana Tech in the last 15 years. Like, it is truly mind-blowing to me. Now, have there been a number of misses? Sure. Like, Skip hired Dave DeGuglielmo. From the NFL, from Boston College. DeGuglielmo has a couple of Super Bowl rings. Coach Googe, as they call him. It didn't necessarily work out here. David Blackwell, defense coordinator, did some good things at some other spots. Didn't necessarily work out here. We had Tommy Spangler. Like, he headed up that 2011 defense that won a WAC championship. The following year, don't know if you saw that defense, wasn't very good. You know, th- there's obviously your fair share of misses. Like, I think that's the norm in college football. It just doesn't translate, you know. For whatever reason, For it doesn't For whatever click. reason. It's kind of like we talked about with Scott Power. Like, Scott Power in five years could be the best defensive coordinator in college football. But for whatever reason, it didn't click with personnel, scheme, you know, whatever you want to point to as far as that Louisiana Tech. My point is, like, you know, you, you talk about, and I think a lot of people would tend to agree with me uh, I think the goal at a place like Louisiana, I think it probably even more so in this era that we're in, is you want to be a quote-unquote stepping stone. Like, we talk about why did Louisiana Tech let go of Skip Holtz. You know, you don't want a coach to stick around for 15 years because it can get stale in a sense. So you want to be a stepping stone to where, all right, I'm going to go to La Tech to build up my resume, and I'm going to do a darn good job at it. You take Jeff Burris, for example. He comes to Louisiana Tech, boom, Meek Robertson, luxurious Steve to the NFL. Like, that's what you want your assistant coaches doing. And at Gummit, we're blessed that Jeff Burris is back. I think we would all agree with that. Absolutely. Um, Ed chimes in, says, takes former Tech employees to win a national championship at LSU. See Kim Mulkey. Blake Baker and Sloan are next. Quite possible. Don't know if Ed Orgeron was a former Tech employee, though. Uh, also got former uh, Tech Bulldog player uh, John Randall Belton down there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's doing pretty good. He's yep. recruiting players to play the pig, play with the pigskin. Uh, but I guess really my, my main point of this conversation was, you know, I know it's been some lean years, and you know we talk about three and nine, three and nine, three and nine. You're nine and twenty-seven. You go back to the COVID year; it was tough, and you know we could talk about all the different angles as far as why Tech's not good at this or not good at that, or is the basketball program's going to get it back going, or how good is Lane Burroughs' baseball team going to be, or can the softball team get up to the standard of the bowling team? Whatever argument you want to have, <laughs> like. Spent some darn good dogs come through here for the years. Yeah, and honestly, too, pretty some pretty notable players. Yeah, got some time in the NFL. Had a lot of NFL. I mean, Jelly Bean Ellis, Jelly, 
Spent 10 years in the league. That's a good it's a good little bit. Uh, Milton Williams doing great. Milton Williams doing good. Getting ready for a playoff run in Philly. Boston Scott playoff run. You see Big Griff. Yeah. Big Griffin Bear stomp that practice squad out Philly. Like Somebody ring him. Nick Robertson playing for the Raiders. Did you see our Which boy? He's, he's gotten better every year. Amika's he? gotten better. He's, I think he's earned his second contract. I'm not here to say he's going to make $27 million a year like Snead. Snead is one of the best in the league, if not one of the best. Yes. Did you see the weather in Kansas City? Looking rough. Like you'd have to pay me a lot of money to go watch that game on Sunday. Is it supposed Saturday to? Is night. it going to be? Say it's going to be negative. Negative. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine playing in that game? Can you imagine being you true be... attack guy Lavoa trying to throw in that you... with that noodle arm no, throwing in that? Listen. Thank goodness. Thank goodness it's a playoff game because if it was a week seventeen game where half the starters are sitting out, like you're gonna have a, a lackluster effort. You're, you're gonna have a lot of dudes making business decisions out there. If coach said half the starters are sitting out in week seventeen, I'd tell coach where I'm sitting out at. That's in yeah. the locker room. You can flip that TV on C- TV on CBS and I'll watch Tony and Jim call it from there. It's uh, I'm about to look up the weather. It's uh, you said Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, while you're looking that up, uh, our boy Jeff Driscoll got a start on Sunday for the Browns. Is yeah. he the Browns' backup now? No, he's the third string. So they sat the backup to? No, he was hurt. Dorian Thompson? or yeah, Dorian. No, uh, P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker. Yep. Was Former a reason, XFL yeah. star. Yeah. You know, big P.J. Think he or maybe the they – No, maybe that that's who, whoever's starting. Is P.J. starting in the playoffs? No, Flacco. Flacco. So they set Flacco. Maybe P.J. was still hurt. Yeah, so Jeff might be the backup. Good for Jeff. Made a long career for himself. How did he 16, up, 17, how did he 18, 19, 19, I know he 20. started a little rough. Uh, he's eight years into the NFL now. Yeah, he did start great. I think he ended up throwing a couple of tutties, but um, pretty low pressure game. You're already in playoffs. Yeah, you playing the oh, Bengals? Oh, ben, what's the weather look like in case? He got a high of about nine. Okay, fifteen mile an hour winds. All right, the old low negative five burger. I'd hate to be Harrison Butker trying to kick that pigskin through the uprights. When they say kicking the rock, that's what they mean. You'd be <laughs> kicking a solid rock. <laughs> you think he's going to go out there with the old you know, no shoot? That's. I, I'm. I'm honestly wondering. Like, I mean, there's. I would love. There's got to be. You know how they all got little things they do to help in every situation. Like, what is the what is the script for a zero degree game? You know, like for a kicker. <laughs> a terrible one. Like, are you putting seventeen socks on and just? I would tell. I'll tell you what my script would be get so close to that dead gum heater that i nearly catch on fire yeah they're gonna be if the power goes out of the stadium we know why a bunch of box heaters on the sideline (laughs) but i mean you know kansas city like it's a playoff game and it's the it's the dolphin it's a good game got a chance to be the tyreek's coming back the kansas city faithful is gonna be it's gonna be lit they're gonna be there they're gonna be there a lot of hot hands but they'll be there you know who else gonna be there ben mitch coming back with us after the break you listen to bleed take blue radio Sports Talk 97.7. As summer comes to a close, you may have a kid heading off to school. That's a great reason for a complete car checkup from Walpole Tire and Service. They'll diagnose check engine lights and service everything from brakes to shocks and suspensions. And if that car needs tires, you'll find big rebates on the largest selection of name brand tires, including Goodyear, Bridgestone, Firestone, Continental, and more. Walpole Tire and Service, Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. 
At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldogs. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Hey, Tech fans, coming in town to watch the dogs play? We'll stay with the whole family at a fully furnished home in Ruston, Monroe, or one of our area Great Lakes. For more information, go to staywithsouthern.com. That is staywithsouthern.com. And Bleed Tech Blue listeners, listen up because this offer is just for you. BTB listeners, use code BTB24. That's BTB24 for 10% off any and all stays. Again, staywithsouthern.com. Hey, DQ fans, crunch into a $6.99 chicken strip basket. It's got crispy all-white meat chicken strips, golden fries, mouth-watering Texas toast, and your favorite dipping sauce like our homemade Hidden Valley Ranch. Is there a more perfect basket? I'm going to buy a chicken strip basket as soon as I get done reading this ad. Only at participating DQ locations where happy tastes good. Want to find stuff out about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. VC, Beck Hayes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. And here to help us close out the college football season in 2023, our good pal with Barstool Sports, Ben Mintz. Mincy, how are we? I'm doing good, man. It's uh, snowing outside like crazy here in Chicago. I think, you know, the winter time I think has officially hit me up here, but everything else is good, that's for sure. I hear you. I hear you. Well, I want to start last night. Uh, obviously, college football playoff national championship. Michigan knocks off Washington 34 13. Did this one kind of play out how you expected it to? Man, I thought Washington would fight a little more. I mean, I was worried about Washington being able to stop Michigan running game. But, I mean, I thought that Washington would be able to score more than 13 points. I mean, I knew Michigan had a super elite defense. But with Washington, when they have all three of those receivers and Polk, McMillan, and Doosday, you know, I, I thought the Michigan defensive effort was spectacular last night. Uh, Washington, you know, the running back being hurt uh, didn't help. But, man, they just weren't balanced. And Michigan, I don't know, I thought the defensive effort was spectacular. Like I said, I thought Michigan was going to win a close game. So, I mean, I wouldn't say I – Exactly, picked the way that went. Uh, outside of the college football playoff, obviously your Rebels win their 11th game with a big Peach Bowl win over Penn State. What, what were some other games uh, that kind of caught your attention, I guess, either in the New Year, New Year's Six Bowls or uh, in bowl games in general this postseason? Well, uh, well, first of all, the Peach Bowl, I mean, I went, and that was one of the most fun weekends I've literally ever had for New Year's. I mean, this Ole Miss thing is crazy right now. I'm seeing us like number four preseason uh, already and some stuff with all the transfers they got coming in. And, you know, I've been an Ole Miss fan a long time, and I've never seen anything like this before. So I'm just trying to enjoy it, especially just kill Penn State in that second half. Uh, some of the other bowl games that stood out, let's see. I mean, you know, I know it was ugly, and Ohio State didn't have some people playing, but Missouri 
also winning 11 games. I mean, you never would have thought that before the year. Obviously, Blake Baker, who you're more than very familiar with, uh, reuniting with Joe Sloan down in Baton Rouge, bringing back the the 2016 Louisiana Tech staff. I think that's a pretty pretty wild story down there uh, for, for, for Louisiana. Um, some of the other bowl games, let's see, I mean, I thought the Bama-Michigan game was obviously awesome, great overtime defensive battle uh, that could have gone either way. Texas-Washington was really, really good. Uh, the, the, the Western Kentucky Old Dominion bowl game, I think, was definitely the craziest one. I don't know if you saw yeah, you know, what, happened to that, what happened in that one. I think that one kind of stood out. But, you know, my thing with the bowls, and I'm sure you admit, I know everybody, I love that they're going to a 12-team Power 5 playoff. When's the G5 playoff coming? You know, it's just not, obviously, with this NIL thing, it's so different. Like, the Power 5 and G5 aren't the same, and everybody's lying if they say they are. But, like, a G5-18 playoff, the winner, CUSA and American and Sunbelt and Mac and Mountain West and all that, like, people would watch it. It'd be like a ratings bonanza and, uh, you know, I think it'd be a lot better than some of the bowl games. Yeah, no, I, I would tend to agree. Bowl season's lost a, a lot of its luster, uh, with, without a doubt. From a coaching perspective, uh, I think a lot of the chatter, uh, I guess in the last week or so, uh, surrounding Jim Harbaugh, gut feeling right now, you think he heads back to the NFL? Man, I, and then my thing with it is I don't know how he'd ever have a better time not to go. To, you know, if there's ever time to leave, it's now. I mean, yeah, he's been at Michigan, what, eight, ten years? I mean, it's been a minute. He wins three Big Ten titles in a row, beats Ohio State three times in a row, wins the national title, also obviously dealing with that sign-stealing scandal. I mean, it seems like now would be the appropriate time to leave if he was going to leave. But, you know, I don't know any more than you. I mean, I heard rumors about him with Vegas uh, and the Chargers. But, you know, who knows? Um, I do think, though, if he wanted to do the all-time mic drop, this is, this is it. All right, Mincy, next year we go to a 12-team playoff. Well, how, are you excited about that? I mean, I, we've been, people have been calling for it for a long time. I, I'm afraid the, the first round is going to be a bloodbath and not even close. What are, you, what are you thinking about how that's going to play out next year? Man, I think it's going to be incredible. Uh, I think that what you're going to see is instead of us having two semifinals and one national championship to care about, you get four games the first weekend, four games the second weekend, and you still get those three games. So, I mean, you're going to have eight more games that are, you know, very significant. I think the on-campus thing is going to be really cool for that first round. Uh, and, you know, and you've just seen the bowl thing. I mean, you just like even in, like, the New Year's Six games, look how many people opted out for Penn State in a New Year's Six game. And, you know, now that would be more toward a playoff game when you include 12 teams. You know, if you go 10-2 in the Big Ten or 10-2 in the SEC, you're probably going to get the top 12 and make the playoffs. So, now I'm super, super all for it. Uh, I think it's going to be great, and uh, you know it's going to be better for everyone to have more playoff games. We, we've talked a lot about on our show. We've talked a lot about it with Sean on the Sports Company. How Jim Harbaugh is a little bit of a quirky guy. There, there's some parts of him that can be weird at times. But I, I want to go back to you, you talk about all that Ole Miss has done from an NIL perspective, and I think sometimes when you talk about Lane Kiffin, uh, depending on who you are, if you're kind of outside that Ole Miss bubble. Uh, he can rub some guys the wrong way as well. How do you think he's been able to be so successful, not only with the portal and with getting putting this roster together, but just getting all these different pieces to blend with one another and, and like you said, put together teams that Ole Miss has never seen before? Well, there's a bunch to it. First of all, he, he was ahead of everybody on the transfer portal thing. I mean, he, 
you know, even before the NIL started coming out, when they changed that transfer rules and not having to sit out a year. Uh, you know, Ole Miss, let's be honest, has always, you know, never really been able to go toe-to-toe with the LSU and Bama when it comes to getting high school at 18-year-old recruits. So, you know, if you're not getting the very top high school guys, you got to be creative. Well, the portal for somebody like Lane, who, let's be honest, is a year-to-year guy. You know, I mean, obviously he's been at Ole Miss five years now, though. So, yeah. I mean, he's, you know, he, I mean, there are four years, I'm sorry, but it's been longer than people thought. But uh, it, it, the portal thing, it's a year-to-year thing. Like, he doesn't have to commit to these high school kids, like, I'll be here all four or five years for your college career. And then when you're good in the portal, like, think about this. And you see them, I mean, look at Trey Harris, who's a former Louisiana Tech Bulldog, who's unreal receiver for Ole Miss coming back now. Next year, like, you're getting 21 and 22 year old men that are all CUSA guys or all AAC coming in, even against these 18 year old five star kids the other teams have. Think about the age difference between 18 and 21 and 22. I mean, it's literally boys against men. And so I think that, you know, that's been a big part of it is, you know, you're getting all these 21 and 22 year old guys with tons of experience and you don't have to develop them. And this portal thing now with the NIL. I mean, I can't believe we're living in a world where you're seeing, like, all SEC edge rusher from Florida, Walter Nolan, the stud D lineman from A&M, you know, Juice Wells, number one receiver in the portal for South Carolina, Arkansas linebacker, Poopal. I mean, you've got guys leaving all over the SEC being like, man, I don't want to play in the swamp. I don't want to play in New York Stadium. I want to go to Oxford, Mississippi. And that is not a world I ever saw coming. And so, I mean, heck, yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> no doubt about that. Uh, what were your initial thoughts surrounding Quinshawn Judkins? I know uh, responses have been crazy out of Oxford uh, as far as his decision to leave. Well, uh, it's kind of like the NFL thing where you never want to overpay for a running back, to be honest. Um, and I, look, Judkins is a stud. I mean, you look at his two years, he's set a ton of school records. I mean, I, I got nothing but respect for him. But there was a lot of stuff in the last two years. I mean, you know, I always hear Romans from his team. He wouldn't get along with the O-linemen. Him and Jack Dart were having some trouble. You know, I don't know. There's just some stuff like that was always rumbling around. It's, you know, I, I mean, you never know what to believe on the money stuff in the NIL. But, I mean, I know he wanted more than a million dollars. I mean, I don't know the exact number. And, you know, you look at what Ole Miss did in the NIL this year. You get Walter Nolan, the number, you know, some of the guys I've talked about, you get edge, two premium edge rushers, a linebacker, stud D linemen, some offensive linemen. It's kind of like the NFL. Like, do you want to spend that money on those premier positions or do you spend it at running back? And Judkins wanted more money than all those guys. And look, I mean, I know Ole Miss NIL is throwing money around, but I think Judkins was maybe, you know, finally the guy that asked for too much, if that makes sense. Shifting gears just a little bit, obviously, I know you probably haven't mapped out your spring yet, but uh, college uh, baseball. College baseball. You've done a great job at help growing the game. It's it's obviously college baseball, especially in our area of the country down here in the South, has blown up in recent years. How excited are you for college baseball in 2024? Man, it's kind of one of those things where it's always like college baseball. I, I, once the Super Bowl ends, I get real excited for it. Cause it's like during football season, I'm all football. Uh, college basketball to me is like a two month a year sport. You know, like I get into it like a little bit after football during conference and then conference tournament, uh, and an NCAA tournament. But, you know, I'll start really getting excited for college baseball really opening weekend. I mean, mid February. It's interesting. And, and I guess it's the SEC thing, but it's, uh, I mean, it still feels like preseason, like that first six weeks before conference in, in college baseball, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a little bit, but I still watch it and enjoy it. But, like, once the conference cranks up and, you know, you look at it when the Final Four is up, you know, it's always like the Final Four and then the Masters. And then, like, right when that part hits, you're in, like, week three of college baseball conference play. And from, like, early April till Omaha, it's like a two-and-a-half-month run that's just always awesome. And as far as my college baseball schedule goes, I know I'm going to the SEC tournament in Hoover. Uh, that's just become too viral and too much of a thing the last two years for me to not go. Uh, I'm sure I'll be making an appearance in Omaha uh, to, to cover for Barstool. Uh, as far as other than that, though, I'm not totally sure uh, what I'm hitting yet. i got to look at the schedule and start doing some big figures and stuff out. Last question, we'll let you get out of here. Uh, who you got winning the Super Bowl here in another month or so? Man, so i got two future bets out right now, and I got on the Bills right when they beat KC, when they finally won a big game. But I got Bills 23-1 to AFC and 13-1. No, 23-1 to Super Bowl, 13-1 to AFC. And, and then my other one, I don't think they can necessarily win it, but man, I got the Rams at fifty to one NFC and eighty three to one Super Bowl. I love the value there. You know, I don't know if they're quite gonna be able to win it, but I think they can go to Detroit and possibly win a first round game. Uh and then you never know. Uh as far as Super Bowl goes, I'll go I'll go Bills and Niners with the Niners winning it. Um I feel like God, the Ravens have been so good this year, but I feel like I've seen seen this before with them, where they still could be beating the playoffs. No doubt about it. Man, we appreciate you taking some time to join us. And uh, we're going to run Bleed Tech Blue Radio through college baseball season. Might holler at you in a couple months and uh, catch up. Let's do it. Thank you for having me. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Ben Mintz, Barstool Sports, joining us tonight on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Beck, I think, you know, we, we obviously cover recruiting at a little different level uh, than his uh, Rebels recruit at. Uh, but uh, Lane Kiffin is the uh, old portal king. There ain't no doubt. Yeah, there's a lot of dudes that want to play for Lane. And credit to him. They got, cool dude. got a fun-looking program over there. I, I come think, to the SIP. Yeah, come to the SIP. And, and Quinshawn Judkins enters the portal, and, like, Kiffin tweets at him. He's like, thank you for your service. And then, like, Judkins commits to Ohio State, and he, like, gives him the old clapping emoji. I, Kiffin's a little hardballish to me. Is he? Yeah, just, he's an oddball. Well, I think he likes to poke the bear a little bit. Yeah, he ain't scared. I mean, if you're a player, you're like, I don't want to do anything. Like, I don't know what he's going to commit me on Twitter. Dude. Well, Derrick Henry... <laughs> You know, after his last game with the Titans the other day, thanks, you know, his offensive linemen, the he cafeteria work. knows he's going. just knows he's leaving. Okay. Uh, and Kiffin comments on the tweet of Derrick Henry thanking all these people. It's like, that's what an unselfish running back looks like. And I'm thinking, like, might have been does a shot to, at the old Judkins. Is, oh. You know, you just wonder. Yeah. A little back Maybe he wants Derrick Henry to come to the sip. It's possible. I think old Derrick Henry might go to the old Foxborough. Play for the Patriots. Oh, I'm ready for the Patriots to clean house and be a, like they're the, they got to be the most boring team to watch. If there was any team, well, they don't show them on red zone that much, do they? No, they don't because they're okay. never in the red zone. Well, you don't see them that much. I know. Listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 97.7. Be back right after this. Your weather forecast for this Tuesday. Look for cloudy conditions, and there is a wind advisory out until 6 p.m. tonight. Otherwise, it will become partly cloudy this afternoon with a high of 45. Winds could get up to about 20 to 30 miles an hour, and winds could occasionally gust over 40 miles an hour. Tonight, look for clear skies with a low of 29. And then for tomorrow, a few clouds in the sky with a high of 60 and a low of 41. The rain chances will start to increase on Thursday with a high of 65. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with the Lady Texters. 
Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender member FDIC. Check out the Courtesy Automotive family with Courtesy Direct. Click it, pick it, then come get it from our floor to your door. That's Courtesy Direct at buycourtesy.com. Shop 24-7 online or at two lots filled with seven of the leading brands. Chevy, GMC, Buick, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep Ram, and Jeep. The Courtesy Automotive family off I-20, exit 86, north and south of the interstate in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. It's bow time. Get fired up tonight because Bojangles has your family meal covered. Always scratch made, always by hand. Not in a microwave oven, but an oven oven. Biscuits baked 49 steps fluffy, chicken marinated 12 hours bold, and more fresh made fixings to choose from. We've got the cooking tonight so you can enjoy more time with your family and more home cooking for your money. Order your family meal on the app tonight. It's bow time. Bojangles is now offering bone-in chicken on Louisville Avenue in Monroe and Farwell Highway in Ruston. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Sports Talk 97.7. Outside of Shota Amangaga signing with the Cubs, not no, much going on. Don't no, hurt yourself. Yeah, oh, Shota Amangaga. I got to learn his name as a big Cubs fan. He's got his official uh, physical coming up on mm-hmm. uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You're going to press conference on Friday. Doubt he'll be speaking too much English. Probably not much. Japanese left-hander, but the Cubs are so back. You love to see it. Oh, you love to see how the Reds look. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't know. My Reds fandom is kind of waning. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm learning kind of like fantasy football this year. Like I just, it's tough for me to stay engaged in everything. You know. Yeah, when you're married, it's hard to get engaged to other things. I get it. Yeah. Uh, Tabe's got a question for you. It's pretty good. That was that pretty was good. good. I like that. Um. <laughs> uh, Beck's got number one pick next year. Yeah. Ooh. They're like, Tabes, they're like wearing me out today. Like, who am I going to pick? And I'm like, guys. CeeDee Lamb had, or uh, I hadn't thought about fantasy football since October, obviously. Okay. I just. He did say he's made a decision he's going to keep uh, Daniel or Andres. Daniel Carlson, Daniel my Carlson kicker. Daniel Carlson, his kicker. That's his keeper. It's about the only guy that did anything. Well, he likes to take a kicker, keeper in, or a kicker in round eight. How about so. you just not keep anybody? Tabes. You when you to, got Daniel you Carlson, keep you keep Daniel Carlson. No, you don't. <laughs> He's a big kicker guy. I would, I would look at my team and my app. I have to update the app. He's I already can't. said that his his youngest son, Charlie, his only son, I might add. Youngest and uh, only. Yep. Uh, he's going to be a kicker. I mean, I this think, guy's got an affection for I kickers. Think, I think that's a, if he's going to have a path to sports, I'm, I'm thinking that's, that's probably the route. it. It just can't be that. If you start him early enough, it can't be that hard, right? It can't be. Got to love squats, I would imagine. Like, you're not now the Daniel Aubrey's of the world, the Dallas kicker. That's Brandon, his, whatever his name is. Yeah, uh, he may screw things up because he's going to have every soccer player being like, oh, "I could do that." He did miss his first field goal this year. Did 30, he miss thirty six yarder? Just shanked it. 
Otherwise, he was 35 for 35 on the Looked like a USL fail guy for once. Literally made it to week 17 and had not missed. Who do you think is going to win the old bowl? You know, the Ravens are an interesting team to me because... Do you buy them, though? No, I don't. Only because, I mean, at some point, I mean, teams eventually turn the corner. They do. Like we saw it with Michigan. I agree. And he's a hardball. You know, I agree. Uh, they're not a fun team to watch. Like I, I agree. I like can't figure like, out. I why don't they're get that dialed good. in for Ravens. Games. No, but I mean Lamar, he's throwing it and he's running it. And Gus Edwards is running. It. And Justice Hill's doing some stuff. You even got Odell every once in a while making a play. Odell said this is the best team he's ever that's been a, a part of. That's about the only guys I can name on the team. Zay Flowers. Zay. He's an electric little booger. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, it's like I don't want them to, but, you, you know, know I don't think. like? Who? Bills. Yeah. If Josh Allen clicks. Yeah, but I just feel like it's not that hard to beat them. Like, the script is, they're not one of those teams that are, like, dynamic on every side of the ball. I don't, I, I don't think, the for some reason, I feel like the 49ers are going to get tripped up somewhere. Dallas, you know, you can never trust Dallas. No, I don't can. trust Miami. The one, back to 49ers. The one thing for me. It's for sure not going to be Kansas City. About San Francisco. And, like, uh, there's a lot of drama that surrounds Brock Purdy. Is it the system? Is he good? Whatever. I don't care. But they got McCaffrey. They got Debo. They got Ayuk. They got Kittle. And they got Shanahan. And they got Shanahan. And when they get in the red zone. Undefeated. They're in none of this screw around stuff. Undefeated, never lost. Not not this getting is cute. Like, if They're they, giving the ball three times to the running back yes, on the one yard line. Like they, they don't get cute, and they're really good defensively. That that's why yeah. I buy for the. 49ers. I do too. I just are they going to run into a team that's electric like the Bills can be, and like the Bills just have a day and figure one thing yeah. out? Or you know, I will say I do feel like it's the most the most parity we've ever seen. I'm like, anything, it is really anything can happen. Like I don't. Like, Mincy's saying the Rams could surprise the Lions. Like, I, I see that. That could happen. Super Bowl's in Vegas this year. Tell you who ain't going to be there is Vegas. I mean, the Tell you who is. needs to show up is some better grass. You got no grass? Did you see that grass in Vegas on uh-uh, Sunday? I did not. Holy oh, Toledo. Oh, yeah. Was that actually grass or was it yeah, turf? No. Oh, they'll, they'll ship it in. Well, that's the thing. They grow it outside during the week. Drew says, I'll buy Beck's lunch for a week if San Francisco isn't in the Super Bowl. Oh, Drew, you think they're locked. Drew he thinks, thinks they're – oh, Locke. I see what he's saying. He you, thinks it's Drew Locke. Drew doesn't know how much I eat. Depends on where he's going to take <laughs> That's right. Uh, I don't know. I, I, Beck, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I really want to buy into Dallas. Like, I you want to talk about fun? That's the thing. There's a Dallas lot, is fun. There's a lot of teams that I'm like – You've you've been knocking at the door for a long time. Old noodle arm, he probably isn't going to survive Kansas City, but I yeah. wouldn't mind seeing Here's the, the deal. Dolphins. That's the thing. Run. That's the other thing. We can't. I mean, Kansas City has looked awful. I mean, awful. But they've been there a lot of times. And you know, T. Swift's going to go away for the playoffs. So you think Travis he's going away? Rock in, lock in. You think you think that has anything to do with it? You think it's a coincidence? I think it's coincidence. Here's the deal. Kansas City, like, if they've got to be easy to defend because just – it's like leaving a guy wide open on the three-point line. Like, leave their receivers open. Like, they're going to drop it. Yeah. Valdez Scantling, terrible. Miko Hardman, terrible. Sky Moore, worse. Rasheed Rice, decent. But I'm like, I mean – Clyde Edwards, a layer. The script, is, the script is out there. 
So they're not going to be there. Eagles, are they even in the playoffs? Yeah, they made it. Yeah. They are, what has happened to them? They're a you-know-what show right now. What has happened to Philly? So there's a lot of teams. Like Okay, so you got Bills, Dolphins, Ravens, Lions. Like, there's a lot of teams that have like been close for a long time and haven't made it. So somebody's going to do it. And it's going to bust our chops. I love it. I'm excited. Maybe Sam Darnold can get in there for the Niners. Hey, Sam Darnold has done a great job. What about the, what about the Rams? Puka Nakua. Puka. My least favorite quarterback in the NFL is Matt, Matt Stafford. Stafford. Yeah, I'm, over, I'm over him. I'm like over the Rams. I think it's, I hate their jerseys so much, like every variation of their jerseys. Unless they wear the gray. The gray's okay. But the 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 blue and yellow, the you know, I have an issue with primary colors. Yeah, yeah. Not There's only three of them. Guy. Blue, yellow, and red. Yeah, and we put two together. And we put two together looking like some toy soldiers out there. Same with the Rams. I'm like, that is awful. If the dog- I know McNeese does it, okay? I know they do. If the dogs come out next year with a red, no, 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 white helmet, red jersey, blue bottoms. <laughs> I'm not going to the game. Man, that'd be epic. Ben, that would that would look awful. What? The more jersey combinations that you got, look the better so you play. Bad. You know when that works? When you're winning. I'll be honest, and this might come as a surprise to many of you <laughs> out there in our listening audience. You can chime in if you agree. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. I'd like to see more winning. <laughs> on the hardwood when should we are we, are we we're, we're still expecting people to i mean people can be committing right now right yeah tech yeah tech actually has picked up a couple of commitments i'm glad you asked yeah well, I'm so, well, we're 55 minutes into the show and you haven't mentioned it one time yeah we got an iowa state safety committed yesterday blake thompson uh transfer from iowa state missouri city texas native did he play played 140 snaps at iowa state across six games last year okay Add some depth to the back end of the secondary. Uh, also got a transfer commitment from Denario Davenport, a running back from Texas State, looking to come tote the rock inside the Joe. Davenport totaled 560 yards and four touchdowns at Texas State last year at a career-high 104 total yards against ULM back in October. Okay. He's actually a kid that Tech recruited in the last recruiting cycle, I right. guess he just decided to portal his way on over here after a year in San Marcos. Just portal his way right over here, yep. Uh, joins a tech backfield that includes Marquise Crosby. He'll be back, like like Marquise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith Willis, seven touchdowns as a freshman, most since uh, Kenneth Dixon back in 2012 okay. when Dixon had 28. Kind of a difference. A little bit. True freshman. That's a comparison. Dixon was a true freshman. Yeah. Hey, good for him. He's pretty good. KD, hope you're doing well. Jacob Fields obviously played a little bit as a freshman. O'Meary Wiggins uh, was in for an official visit this past weekend. Junior college tailback played his high school football at Acadiana High School. He's already signed in the early period, but he had his official visit this past weekend. And then Fred Robertson from Warren Easton also signed in the early sign period. So that's kind of what the the old running back room looks like after the so commitment. really been quite the focus on the running back they said hey let's next year not play our sixth seventh and eighth guy we're going to try to have some guys one through four i mean i don't think it's a bad strategy no it's not it's obviously a place of need uh you want to hear where tech guys that portaled out have ended yes that'd be great so 13 guys that we know of are currently in the portal okay jonah brewster houston christian 
Hair Raid Hank Bachmeyer, Wake Forest. Carson Bruno, former friend of the program. Mm -hmm. Can't be a friend anymore if you head out. He didn't believe the Tech Blue anymore. TCU. Dakota White, Houston. Cyrus, Alburn Bayou, Allen, Texas A&M. I didn't. I don't think I knew that. That's old news. I bet he's an Aggie. Yeah, Good signed man. in the early period. You think he plays? Yeah, I'll play a little bit. A little, little bit. A little SEC action. Twelfth man. Get ready. <laughs> Matthew McAllister's headed to McNeese. I have fun with them cheerleaders, Cyrus. I'm sorry, yo, the <laughs> yell leaders. Yeah, they're who have just man. Social media has not been kind to those guys. <laughs> no. I wonder if enrollment's down. Is there anybody? <laughs> can you get the rivals guy for A&M on? I'd love to ask him some questions. I just call, have him call in. I would love to hear and your say, questions. Say it's going to be about talking about Cyrus, okay? And then ask him one question about the yell leaders and then tell him thanks for coming on and <laughs> get off. Brevin Randall, UTSA. UTSA, okay. Committed over the weekend. Uh, you remember Brevin? I do remember Brevin. And then finally today, Kyle Maxwell committed to Washington State. That's an interesting move. That's pretty Long far, way from uh, South away. Louisiana out to uh, Pullman, Washington. It's a little colder out there, yeah. A little rainier. Yeah. Former home of Mike Leach. R.I.P. Yeah, he did pass away, unfortunately. So that's where things stand. Are you surprised by any of those besides, like, ge- geologically? No. No, yes. I don't know. Didn't really follow their recruitments in the portal. Let's go ahead and take our time out. We come back. We're talking Dunkin' Dogs, Lady Textures. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're part of a team. This is Smoke Harris with the Bulldog. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LMB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Every day is game day at the dugout in Ruston. Warm up with our bases loaded nachos and fried pickles. Make the call to the bullpen for that home run chili cheeseburger combo. And our chicken wings and chicken strips, well, they'll make you feel like an all-star. And you have to try our new Texas tacos. Plus, the dugout has the best frozen daiquiris in town. That's the dugout 2008 Champions Way in Ruston at the Ruston Sports Complex. I remember the moment. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. That moment, we arrived in the scene. The storm had nearly destroyed the area. This was our own community. Friends, family, people we grew up with, went to school with. We were there to help. Several of us were working to rescue a family. They made it down to the storm cellar, but the house collapsed on top of the cellar door and trapped them. We had chainsaws going, and we had to use Humvees and heavy machinery to move massive trees and debris. We got them out. We helped a lot of people out. It felt good to know I could really make a difference. Right here, close to home, in my state. It was one of those life-changing moments where I realized I am making a difference in these people's lives and mine. I'm a citizen soldier in the National Guard. You can serve part-time and be there the moment your community needs you. Learn more at NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experienced representation. This is KNBB Dubach Rustin Monroe 97.7. 
Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. We're back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC Beckett's John Tabor Sports Talk 97.7. Of course, you can get Lady Texters and Dunkin' Dogs tickets. Just text us 888-993-7762. Texas Lady Texters or Dunkin' Dogs, and we'll send you some tickets your way. Uh, Beck, I wanted to mention this. Uh, we added a new sponsor to Bleed Take Blue Radio. Oh. Southern Stays. Staywithsouthern.com. Brent Calsey and the guys. Got some Airbnbs. Oh. Or Verbo Rentals. Verbo. Is that what, what I you say call VRBO, it? but maybe, okay, it's, maybe I, it's Verbo. I'll say VRBO, and then I'll say Verbo after. Okay. Uh, yeah. We'll cover both. Sides of the aisle. Uh, use the promo code BTB24 Ooh. for a 10% discount. Mm. Uh, if you're traveling to Ruston or North Louisiana this year, whether that's for Dunkin' Dogs, whether that's for the Lady Texters, whether that's for the Diamond Dogs, or whether that's for Bulldog Softball, or heck, if it stretches all the way out into the fall for the boys on the gridiron as well, Got a lot of properties in North Louisiana, five minutes or less from campus. Also got three larger lake properties that will speak or sleep 10 to 14, about 30 minutes from campus. Pumped up to have Southern Stays hey, with Bleed Tech Blue Radio. The guys at Southern Stays, they do a great job. They've done a lot to make uh, some properties look better around town. And we're Looking at the that. website, it's impressive. Yeah, they do a good job. Yeah, they do a good job, so... Uh, if you're looking to get out of the old hotel atmosphere, looking for more of a yep. cozy type. This is stay. 2024. We stay in Airbnbs and you big Airbnb and Verbos. I am I. Yeah, yeah. I, I I do that sometimes. Okay. You know, Airbnb is is it, is it, does it weird you out? You don't mind? No, I don't, I don't mind. mind either. Some some ladies are probably weirded out, but yeah, you know, maybe can be. maybe yeah. But hey, touchy feely. You don't have people. to worry about Southern stays. Right. No, they'll they take, take care, care of it. Of you. Yep. 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 And then yep. you can hit up some great local establishment. You head on out to the dugout, get you some fresh cut tacos on Taco Tuesday. I know that's where John Tabor's going tonight. He does it every single Tuesday. There's no doubt about that. So, uh, pumped to add some new sponsors to Bleed Take Blue Radio uh, as we not only uh, head into the month of February here pretty soon, but we're sending this puppy all the way through baseball and softball season as well. Excited to extend our season by 10 shows. So, uh, talking a little Dunkin' Dogs, Lady Texters. We'll start with the Lady Texters. Got an opportunity to speak with Brooks Store and Talvin Hester today. Lady Texters, of course, extended their win streak to five games with a win over Sam Houston State on Saturday. That was 66-62 for their fifth consecutive win, now 7-9 overall. They're 1-0 in league play. Uh, a game of runs, you know, Texas stretched that lead out to 15 uh, when Paris Guillory came off the bench, added a tremendous amount of energy. Uh, first time she had seen game action since late November. She scores 10 points off the bench. Uh, that was huge for Brooke and her squad. Uh, like we said, if there's one thing that we know about Brooke Store and her squad, they're going to get better throughout the year. There ain't no de- there ain't no denying that. Also had a bunch of former Lady Texters in the crowd. It was celebrating 50 years of Lady Texter basketball. Program also picked up their 1,200th win 
Uh, I believe there's only five women's college basketball programs in the country that can say that, so get some. <laughs> Lady Texters are one of those. Uh, you look at the upcoming schedule. Middle Tennessee comes to Ruston tomorrow night. That's a 6 p.m. tip-off on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, if you're looking at the Lady Blue Raiders, does that sound accurate? Lady Raiders? Sure. Blue Raiders. Uh, preseason conference champs. Okay. Uh, won the conference a season ago. They're pretty good. Uh, Tech played two really close games against them a season ago. Uh, I think they got eight, or got beaten near the buzzer uh, at home last year, so Texas will look to avenge that loss tomorrow night. Uh, real quick, Analar Robertson continues to lead the club in scoring 11 points, six rebounds a game. Salma Bates is chipping in with 11.5 points and three rebounds of her own. Uh, she is second on the team with 42 assists in 16 games. Robin Lee uh, has come off the bench. She started a little bit as well, playing 22 minutes tonight, scoring nine points a game. It's also been big for the Texers since Amaya Brandon came back from her ACL injury. Uh, she's played six games. Texers have won five of those six. She's got seven, or averaging seven points. Uh, but most importantly, uh, in the last two games, she's been in double figures, 17 against Abilene Christian and 11 points against Sam Houston in 24 minutes. So she's been a big addition to the Texters uh, with her inside-out game uh, across those two games. So, like I said, they'll host Middle Tennessee tomorrow night. They'll then go on the road Saturday for a long road trip out to Lynchburg where they take on Liberty, uh, the Lady Flames. Not sure what their record is, but a really good team. They've played a really difficult schedule, so don't let that record fool you. Uh, by any means. All right, shifting to the Dunkin' Dogs. All right, let's have a talk. <laughs> What's, what is going on? What's chat? Been a tough road trip. Uh, yeah, outside of that scrimmage win uh, against that biblical studies college uh, last, I think that was last Wednesday, I believe. I went to that game. You were yeah, there. I sat so, with you. saw you there. Yeah. It's good to see you out there watching <laughs> us take on Dallas Christian. Uh Lost four in a row on the road. Started with a one-point loss to St. Louis. Six-point overtime loss to Seattle. Three-point loss to Grand Canyon. Four-point loss to Sam Houston on Saturday. Sam Houston lost gets me. They're not a great team, are they? Uh, they were 7-8 and eight coming in with two wins against non-D1 opponents. So that's 5-8. and eight. Let me get a sip of H2O for a second. A little parched. First off, I'll open with this. Home teams won in all four games in Conference USA this past weekend. Nobody's going to sit here and deny that it's very difficult to win on the road in college basketball. I think if you look at the numbers... There's no sport in the country at the collegiate or professional level that's more difficult to win than on the road in college basketball. That's out of the way. You score 77 points on the road, you should win. Talvin Hester said as much during his press conference today. We can sit here and we can bark up a tree. Isaiah Crawford doesn't score 29 points. Bacho doesn't score 39 points and have 18 rebounds and 7 blocks. Whatever. You score 77 points on the road, you should win. 
Anybody in that locker room would tell you the same. You can't give up 81 points to Sam Houston. I think part of what happened was, and not making an excuse, you got nine new faces on this roster. We we all, all are aware of that. But it's your first conference game. It's a road game. It's Sam Houston. There's probably like, I can't find an attendance figure. There was probably like 19 people there. like Not many. Yeah, not a huge support base at Sam Houston. Uh, but at the end of the day, on the road, you got yourself, you got your teammates, you got your coaching staff. What do we hear coaches say all the time? We got to bring our own juice. Mm. What is that? You know, you've heard the line. Yeah, yeah. Bring our own juice. Like, I get it. You, but that, that's true. Like, you got to create your – I didn't think Tech had great energy, especially on the defensive end of the floor. I mean, how much do you think the the other close losses recently? You think we just, I think it I, – I We think, puckered up a little bit? I, I don't know if pucker up's the right word, but I think I, – I think that there's a confidence element in it. Like, you've lost three in a row, tight on the road. You go to a place like Sam Houston, they kind of punch you in the mouth early. Yep. A bad shooting team knocks down 9 of 21 from three. Which, I mean, at what point is that just our defense? Because that seems to be happening. Our Too good much. buddy Lane says every week, every well, game, well, let me tell they you have this. the best shooting performance ever against Let us. me give you this statistic. Hey, go back to 21-22. 2021-2022. Tech was 19 and 3 when they held opponents to less than 37% from the three-point line. Okay. 19 and 3. Pretty good, yeah. Winning formula. 5 and 7 when they didn't. Mm. Season ago, 9 and 5 when they held them less than 37%. 6 and 13 when they didn't. This year, 9 and 0 when you hold an opponent to less than 37% from the three-point line. You're 1 and 6 when you don't. Ben, here's the deal. That I, seems to be the winning formula. I don't know basketball that much. But you got Daniel Bacho. Yep. Bacho, Bacho man. Yep. <laughs> so why are we not guarding the perimeter when you got that guy down low to guard? Yeah. Like, if, I mean, if, if, they if there's the every rim, year that we should feel pretty good about our rim defense, it's this one. So why are we not on the why are we not on the perimeter? I, Is that too simple minded? I, I don't I don't think it's too simple minded. I think there's more elements to it. I think at times the the guards have probably gotten a little bit lackadaisical. They allow a guard to get into the painted area. Then you're scrambling on defense to rotate, and you end up leaving an open an, an open shooter. Why, and why is everybody just Ray Allen against us? What's the deal? Yeah, I agree. I, I don't like it when guys go Reggie Miller. Yeah. When they go J.J. Redick on us, I'm like, yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah, like, I don't either. I don't know why they're going Kyle Korver. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. when when they Steph Curry us, yeah, or they pull a Clay Thompson. Like I'm not sure why it's happening so often. But when Larry Bird walks in the gym, <laughs> you got to be able to stop Larry Bird. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of some other ones. <laughs> Tony Dell. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, Tapes. You got any good three point shooters? Over we need there? to. Who are we missing, Tapes? I mean. There's got to be some. From where? From when? Just great NBA shooters. Ben, or Tapes, just freaking anywhere. Rick Barry? 
Sean Elliott. Yep. Derek Fisher, I mean, Rick Fox. Danny Ainge. Danny what Ainge. You, you got to stop the Has sli- anybody called up Tim Legler? Yes. You got to slow down the three ball. You got to. Where's the original? Uh, where's Dale Ellis? I haven't heard about Dale Ellis, but hell, Michael Jordan too. And Scottie Pippen. And hell, Dennis Never mind Ryman. Steph. Where's Dale Curry? <laughs> well, never mind Steph or Dale. What about Seth? I got one. Who? I just can't think of his name. Okay. <laughs> Tyrese. Ma- Lamella. Lame- Where's Lamella? I know. Like why some, can't we stop it? At some point, got to slow down. I, three I know why you shot. can't stop Lamella. He's shooting from half court. That's a good point. <laughs> we can't possibly it. go out there and play half court press. That'll be a focus this week as the Doggy Dogs go on the road to Middle Tennessee. It's an 8 p.m. tip off Thursday night in Murfreesboro. Doggy Dogs be back home Sunday afternoon against Liberty. 2 p.m. tip off. Beck will be there. I will be there. What? On Sunday? Yeah, at 2. I could be there. Yeah, yeah. you'll probably want to have your phone out watching the NFL playoffs, but you'll be oh, there. I probably won't be there. We'll see. We'll see. But we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Steph Curry will be there. will BTB incentive for me to go. Steph Curry okay. might be there. Steph. Yeah. You know I don't like Steph. Focus on the three-point defense. Final segment of the show coming up next. You're listening to Bleed Tape Blue Radio. Sports Talk 97.7. At Louisiana National Bank, you're more than just a number. You're a part of a team. This is Anna Robertson with The Lady Texters. Louisiana National Bank is committed to making every interaction with its customers and communities an experience that's noticeably different and more exceptional than any they've ever encountered. If you're looking for a teammate to help you achieve your financial dreams, come see one of LNB's Uncommon Bankers or visit online at ln.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hey, DQ fans, crunch into a $6.99 chicken strip basket. It's got crispy all-white meat chicken strips, golden fries, mouth-watering Texas toast, and your favorite dipping sauce like our homemade Hidden Valley Ranch. Is there a more perfect basket? I'm going to buy a chicken strip basket as soon as I get done reading this ad. Only at participating DQ locations where happy tastes good. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, where you'll find seven of the leading brands, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. Two pre-owned lots, local qualified service departments you can rely on. You can shop 24-7 online at buycourtesy.com for all seven brands plus pre-owns. Welcome to the Courtesy Automotive Family, Ruston. Hey, Tech fans, coming in town to watch the dogs play? We'll stay with the whole family at a fully furnished home in Ruston, Monroe, or one of our area Great Lakes. For more information, go to staywithsouthern.com. That is staywithsouthern.com. And Bleed Tech Blue listeners, listen up, because this offer is just for you. BTB listeners, use code BTB24. That's BTB24 for 10% off any and all stays. Again, staywithsouthern.com. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by Louisiana National Bank. Call or text the show at 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Final segment of the show. Oh, I knew that'd get them fired up. Oh, yeah. We forgot Reggie Miller. I did say Ray Allen. We also forgot Kevin McHale. 
Was McHale a good shooter? We could Rick Smith. No, if you're going, if you're going to go three pointers, you got to go deadlift shrimp. Okay, deadlift shrimp. It's a good one. I, I didn't know that the Joe Vadova. He was more of a defensive yeah, special. No, no. I'm just kidding. I like mentioned Ray Allen. Hey, J.R. Smith. Yeah, shout out to J.R. Shout out to James Harden. Yeah, James Harden was pretty good. Shout out to KD. KD can shoot the rock. Shout out to Damian Lillard. Damian yeah, I, mean, I know neither of you know who Craig Hodges is. but You yeah. don't know who Jason Terry is. The Jet. <laughs> the Jet. Shout out to Dirk. Dirk. Good German shooter. Yeah. Let's put a bow on it, boys. All right. Sorry All right. about that, guys. <laughs> Tabes says that was a segment ago. Tacos are waiting. <laughs> well, you ain't lying, Tabes. I'm sure you're heading to the dugout. Of course, you can go to Southern Stays. We're going to shout out all our sponsors next Let's week. Let's do it. They've oh, done week. a tremendous job oh. for us. Keep us on the air. Get us on the air for 36 shows in Season 16. Truly remarkable, the support that we have here at Bleed Tech Blue. But you want to know why we have the support we have? Because we're the number one source for all things Louisiana Tech Athletics. There's no one that does a better job than we do. We're pretty good at our job. And listen, I'm not going to be shy about saying it. We get the best message board out there, the Tech Drive. So join us at Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Or excuse me, BleedTechBlue.com. It's just nine ninety five a month. You can join the, us at Radio too. Listen, take a week off from the Starbucks. And pay for nine ninety five a month. Hey, ain't that the truth? My gosh, you can get a great community of tech fans. All right, what we got coming up this week? Lady Texters at home tomorrow night, six o'clock. Middle Tennessee comes to town. It's a matchup of the preseason fourth ranked Lady Texters and the preseason number one Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Then on Saturday, Brooke Store she loads up a United Air Force jet and travels out to Lynchburg, Virginia, to take on Liberty on the hardwood. The Dunkin' Dogs, they'll travel on their jet tomorrow to Murfreesboro, Tennessee to take on the Blue Raiders. That's an 8 p.m. tip on CBS Sports Network. Yes, you heard that right. CBS Sports Network, nationally televised. It's not stadium. It's CBS Sports Network. Coming back Sunday, ESPN2, the Deuce at 2 p.m. The Dunkin' Dogs will host preseason favorite Liberty. If you want tickets to the game, first off, you can buy them from Tech. They're five bucks. Hell of a deal, I must say so myself. Or if you don't want to pay five bucks, hit me up. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Facebook. You can find me, BC Ben Carlisle. I'll send you a pair. I'll send you a few. Hit me up, just like David did, and we'll hook you up. So that's what we got going on in Louisiana Tech athletics. This week. We'll be back same time, same place next week. Want to thank Ben Mintz, Barstool Sports, for joining us. Mintz one of the best. We hope you enjoyed the show tonight. For our producer, John Tabor, headed out to eat tacos. For Beck Haynes, I'm BC. Thanks for listening. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Louisiana National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show on Sports Talk 97.7. Brought to you by Courtesy Automotive Group, Walpole Tire, Brister's Smokehouse Barbecue, Dairy Queen, and Bienville Motors.